Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of the LFC podcast, Beauty, Strength, and Dominance. My name is Mike Larkin, and joining me today is none other than Miss Laura Cross. You can check her out from the modeling side of things, Sessions Wrestling, and she is really a Jill of all trades in her line of work. Laura, it's a pleasure and a privilege. How are you? Yeah, I'm super happy to be back. It was really fun last time. Absolutely. If you guys have not heard our last interview, check out the On the Mic with Mike series that I do for StephenMikeShow.com. We really encompassed a lot, and we really got to find out a lot of the stuff that you're into. My goodness, modeling from (laughs) personal training and everything. Like I said, you you do pretty much all, Laura. I really think that I do. Yeah, I've been in the studio um, today shooting um, with a guy that I met, session wrestling and we're shooting all sorts of stuff our wrestling day is tomorrow so i'm sure he's more pumped about that but we got we got into a little bit of wrestling in like all of our scripts you know oh absolutely i look at it from a stance too and what's amazing about the session girls uh, industry is just the overall clientele and everything that goes in i mean you're really fulfilling your fantasies if you really look at it from that perspective you know well yeah and my fantasy one of them one of many is uh dominating men i also love meeting new people and it's like it's just really fun and it's like creative and i'll just have like a general outline of things i might want to do and then we all come together and decide like the finer details of everything it's just a really fun creative process and i feel like it's the same with sessions like they give you a general overview of what they want and then you really like get in and sort of feel out like what they're actually like um lightening up to you know what i mean or what's really sparking them and what they said that maybe they're not quite as into (laughs) and sort of helping them you know what i mean oh absolutely i look at it from a stance too um as individuals you know we're all unique in what we like from our fetishes and preferences so i mean we get to really explore one's horizons and really opens one's mind so to speak you know yeah yeah, and I think it's just, uh, it's really fun. It's like a adult um, playtime, kind of. <laughs> we all really need that adult playtime, if you will. So like I said, if we can encompass that within the session or just in general, it really does wonders, you know? Yeah. <laughs> What's very cool about the LFC side of things here, and we'll come back to sessions in a sec, but God dang, I got to say, the first time I saw you being listed as a part of that LFC madness, I'm like, well, all right, here's Laura Cross coming in. And I got to say, I was excited to see you, and I was glad to see you a part of LFC madness. So I'm kind yeah. of curious, how did you kind of gravitate towards the LFC front? Because again, we'll talk about the whole process in general, but what really kind of gravitated you towards the LFC front, Laura? Sure. So I will say, um, I got I got kicked out in third round, so I did well though because I'm so new. I mean, this is my first year, but um, and at this point, it's uh, so LFC Madness initially is just um, votes, right? So it's a so um, you're they're trying to pull you know fitness like basically you have to get accepted as a prospect. So you sort of give them your application, what you've done, like, you know, what has been verified, like what evidence can you give to them that shows them that you're actually um, a fitness person, an athlete and a wrestler, as well as sort of your bio, your backstory, all your stuff. Um, So really, it's like your resume that you like give to them. Um, And so they accepted I'm trying to think of how many prospects it was in the tournament. Um, I'd have to look back. Um, I think there's five rounds. So anyways, 
whatever that is, maybe 20 or roughly 20. Um, there was like five rounds in the entire thing. Like it went from Eastern to Western conference, pretty much like, like you would see in college basketball. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so they were like, you know, congratulations. We picked you as a prospect. Here's how it's going to roll. Like make sure you start, um, you know, letting people know that you've made it. But, uh, yeah. So anyways, so that was, that was really cool. Um, and I got to, you know, meet and talk to uh, some of the girls that are on there. Um, and, I mean, I, I know all of them. Like, I know all of the girls on there, which is cool. Um, so, I'm pretty sure it's like, if you're doing well as a session wrestler, it's kind of like your next step. Like, your next logical step. And then you get to actually do these live fights um, where you get to go against other girls that know what they're doing helps that they're super hot and they're in lingerie. I mean, I'm totally not into that at all, (laughs) 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 but no, um, I think it's just really fun. Uh, and it's cool. Like, I mean, that is my number one goal right now is to get in the lingerie fighting league. Like that, that's my number one goal. So it's like, cool, didn't make it year one, still on the prospect list, and I'm going to do it again, and I'm going to do it again, and I'm going to do it again. (laughs) I think, personally, what's great about a lot of the girls like yourself that were in there, I mean, if you guys have not seen the LFC Madness Prospect Tournament and everything that was encompassed, we're down to T. Bella Madison and Bella Rockefeller, who will be fighting at LFC 3D event coming up. But it's like, God dang, man, we had independent professional wrestlers in there from Luscious Latasha. We had some people from the sessions wrestling world such as dominique danger yourself vixie trace who i know got you in that round there and uh, we have i know you went through frankie winter that was a bye in that one but god dang man you you held your own in that tournament there laura i really appreciate it you know i do my best uh, unfortunately during the round they got kicked out of my instagram got banned <laughs> so so i lost 14.8 thousand potential votes well, okay, I did see that because now you did have to start from scratch. What in the world happened? Oh, I think I posted too many racy photos and probably I have some haters, I bet. Because, like, if you get, you know, continually, like, um, uh, reported, you know, maybe it, it, it just is what it is. Hey, I, I look at it from a stance. First and foremost, uh, Miss Cross, I have seen your beautiful imagery and your racy photos as you put it on your Instagram. I've seen worse than what you post. You know I, what I'm saying? I, I like I I follow the rules. Like you know, I like I toe the line, but I don't jump over it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like never have I ever actually just shown a full nipple or like anything. So you're pretty much, you're kind of like to take it back to the 80s. You hold the line. Love isn't always on time. You hold the line, but you don't cross the line. So Yeah, right. That's right. Yeah, I like like, you know, fucking with boundaries. Like, that's fun. But I don't ever like, you know, jump. Like <laughs> Exactly. I look at it from a stance too. First and foremost, the social media front with you is always on fleek. And I, I was telling you this. I just saw your TikTok video talking, just getting back in the house. Your husband locked you out. Very funny and very fun content that you, we get to see from behind the scenes. We get to see some, like, a panty <laughs> race, top race, and do all these things to see who can get it off more than once. Like, it's very cool to see what you're doing on the TikTok front. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, that was a, a true life true life story. Like, me and um, one of my good friends, uh, 
who does sessions, we were on our way, like we needed to go, like leave really quickly to go to a foot domination session. Um, and I just like came home and like was literally locked out. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> bam, bam. And that's really what it was like. <laughs> and then I waited until I actually got in. And then I was like, wait, hold up. We got to recreate this. <laughs> First and foremost, going through like the doggy door was like the best part about that. And then just friggin' you take the hat off and here you go. We got a modeling session to do. Like that which it's gets content, it's entertaining, but you recreated that whole scenario so well. Yeah, and that's like legit exactly how it happened. Like it's one of those things too. I look at it from a stance too. When it comes to TikTok, I mean, there's more than just dancing videos. We got a way to be creative. And it's one of those things to compare TikTok to today's social media front. It's like Vine, but amplified. If you can, for those that remember Vine. I remember Vine. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really like TikTok a lot. I will say like, you know, I should probably make my backup TikTok account now. There's like, I'll, I'll use, <laughs> I'll use the sound. Um, like there was a really funny video that I posted that was just a rendition. Like I was just lip syncing what somebody already posted, mm -hmm. but then mine got banned. Like, I was just like, how is this possible? <laughs> that That's not suspect at all. No, I mean, that that's odd because I mean, we get yeah. to see a lot of that when they lip sync, whether it, what it's just songs or just in general, and then you get banned. Like that's, it's weird. You know, it's weird with the algorithms, you know? Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe people know that I do adult work. Like, they just know it. You know, Facebook's real smart. Just <laughs> What's interesting about LFC is we have seen a lot of people that have done adult work get into LFC. Like I said, you know a lot of them. And here's what I love about it. I think you can agree with me with this sentiment. Like, the Sessions world, but what Jennifer Thomas has done, Jenny Bloody Valentine for the LFC fans, Yep. It's just to see that crossover from Sessions Wrestling into LFC. I mean, we get to see the clientele and what you guys do from the session side of things. But when you get to LFC, you get to more amplify yourselves and really turn that volume way up. So it's a great contrast. Dude, I can't freaking wait. I have been training um, so, so much. Yeah, I went to uh, – so I've been doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu when I'm in town and not traveling um, uh, six days a week um for either an hour and a half or two hours and then i have one friend that i've been like rolling and practicing with outside of that um but i don't i you probably can't see right now but like my legs are all bruised up which i feel like i wear like a badge of honor right mm. now well it's the wounds of war man it's the scars the scars remind us to quote papa roach man you got the scars you got the wounds of war yeah no exactly um and it's cool like the uh the people that i roll with are mostly um, large men who are very trained and um, so like they know exactly what they're doing so especially the ones that just like smash me the first roll um, will be like hey what you should have done here is this like oh you could have gone for an arm bar right there like <laughs> which is cool so it's like but first they just smash me and then yeah they'll uh, they'll give me some tips and then they'll roll again like <laughs> <laughs> that's a process first they just smash me and kill me but then oh yeah we'll, we'll give you the process and, and we'll talk about techniques that's a hell of a strategy and just the way to just go into that you know yeah i mean it's that really is how it is though um and i can't say like there's occasionally people will go a little bit easier on me but i think most people really just don't like at all like <laughs> well 
you're one of those girls, and I'm going to say this, you're a tough son of a gun, and this is why I love you, because you you take the abuse, but you can also give it back, because, I mean, they see your toughness, they see how you roll, and they see your vibes, and, I mean, you're a pleasant person, and I'll say this, not just because you're my friend, but, God damn, man, you're a pleasant person, but then it's like, when we go fist the cuffs, man, when we take you down, man, yep. shit is on, you know what I'm saying? Yep, no, exactly, yeah, um, yeah, it's cool, uh, and I'm, I'm basically right now, um, able to submit um almost all of the girls there's one that she teaches self-defense classes and she's been teaching for and she's still got my number but um i've got the other girls and uh i'm working my way up the the belts with the with the men right now <laughs> i gotta say again it's like a hand in glove deal with the brazilian jiu-jitsu side and mma and pro wrestling that really encompasses lfc laundry fighting championship i mean for you like i'm gonna ask you because again you know a lot of the girls again the contrasting style is there anyone currently that you kind of have like your eye on so to speak when it comes to lfc i mean i know you want to get there i know you will get there in due time but god dang man is there someone who you really have your eye on that you're looking towards um right well, I mean, I kind of want to get, you know, would want to get Vixie Tracy because she, she smashed me. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, I would also love to go against uh, Jennifer Thomas. Now, you see, that is a great, that was actually where I was going to go with this because yeah. first, Jenny being the, being the veteran that she is, she just came off a win over me, Annabella, and the Sturgis events just, just happened yeah. the three nights. I mean, God dang, man, a lot of people don't even realize, like, how much of a veteran, and not just the fact that she's a brick shit house and she can beat the hell out of you, but the wisdom that that woman has. Oh, yeah. No, like, I really, really respect her. Um, and, I mean, she's done a, a wonderful job um, with everything I've ever seen her do. Um, with Session Girls, with um, some of her interviews she's done with other other girls on there, with how she runs, um, how she runs everything, and... Uh, like here's an example. I got um, I got a fake review posted on my session girls, right? Mm -hmm. And um, I contacted her like quickly. She immediately took it down. Like, it was like a a person who posted a review for a city I've never been to. Like, I was just like, what? Like. <laughs> Well, first and foremost, false advertisement. And second of all, notice how quick the professionalism just like get that shit right out of here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're like, read all my other ones. They're like, yeah, this is garbage. Like, <laughs> I mean, but the time that someone would do just to friggin' make a fake review of, of someone that who's never been there and just the whole night, man, it's just, it's that type of crap that's just so it's, unnecessary it's, and bullshit. In person who doesn't like my Instagram. <laughs> Oh my god. Now, first and foremost, like how many Instagrams are you up to now? Because God's god dang, everybody's like getting banned, whether it be in the adult work or just in general. I mean, the guidelines are so like buck wild. Yeah, yeah. I have um I have um I have two right now. Two right now. Um which is, you know, which I think is fine. Um I need to make I, I think I'm gonna make two of everything. See, that's not a bad idea because you could do yeah. stuff fetish in your work but then you can also do one that's kind of like personal and more for like the personal side of things so you can mix the two and mix the blend you know yeah exactly yeah i think that would be i think that that's probably where it's gonna settle it <laughs> if, if you look at just again to make a popular culture reference here you look at chris brown man double your pleasure double your fun dance forever give you the double the pleasure of laura cross huh the marketing <laughs> side of things like what i was trying to do with my two instagrams 
was um, have one be like my, you know, sort of like professional, pretty, like, and you'll see my stories for what I actually do, but like professional, pretty photos, because I've done that for um, like 15 years, right? And I really like it still. And then the other one be more like behind the scenesy, like just whatever I want to post. And I can even put whatever I want on my feed. It doesn't have to be like this professional photograph, you know, of this professional photographer who's been doing it for his career. Um, and then that got banned. So now I'm like switching back, you know, my backup to the, the pretty thing, you know, the pretty pictures, um, and then the backup to the backup, uh, the behind the scenes now where I post more fun things. The like, back <laughs> to the backup. I like how you put that, the backup to the backup. Just oh. It's just a cyclical thing. It's like, I assume this will happen because of what I do. <laughs> First and foremost, again, you take a precaution, and that's actually, that's very smart on your end, just because, well, first and foremost, if you look at today's stance and today's world, today's social climate, if you will, and today's society, if people are that offended over that, I'm going to say right now, y'all got to get your priorities <laughs> intact if you're going to do stuff Can like that. Can I do it? Yeah. yeah. Fuck you, Instagram. Of course you can do it. I look at it from a stance too. A lot of people say, okay, I'm going to say this right now. And I love her to death. Miss Agatha Delicious, better known to uh, LFC fans as Agatha Cannibal Carter. She was on here and said, fuck Facebook. So please, we're, we're fucking a lot of social medias here because they try to put, take us down, man. I get it. It's okay. That's right. You don't know my industry. I fuck for a living. Oh my god yeah but that's the thing too so any anyway <laughs> social media fans aside now you brought up a great point with vixie trace because vixie much like yourself is very adamant to wanting to join the lfc roster and i know she'll get there as well you two i gotta say in the lfc ring and the lfc auspices that is a dream bout for a lot of lfc fans oh yeah oh yeah i would be dude i would take a fight um a semi-competitive match or a cat fight from any of the girls on that roster, if anyone's down, mm -hmm. just freaking DM me. <laughs> freaking making out the open challenge on the show. I like your style. I like your style throwing out some open challenges. Exactly. And I also look at it from a stance, too. Like, we got a lot of people. And I got to say right now, Lauren the Animal Fogle, who's doing her thing. LFL All-Star, and this is where I love the compare and contrast because we mentioned Session Girls. Like, what we've had back in the day with the LFL, the Lingerie Football League, right? Like, yeah. that was badass women in lingerie tackling and beating the shit out of each other. And it's like, if we can have that, we can have LFC. And again, it's the hand-in-glove mentality. But it's, again, it's style like that that have their own different, like, you know, they flip the script on actual sports and really just add their own flavor to it. And that's what we got to do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. I, I, I watched the League. Uh, with my uncle, and I was like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do this so bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the thing that a lot of people don't realize is, too, there's also the wrestling tie in there because uh, Danielle Monet, who would go on to be Summer Rae in the WWE, is an LFL alumni. And I mean, there's a lot of careers that could be boosted from that. And I also look at it from a stance, too. Like, I mean, if we can have the XFL, which failed miserably, you know, <laughs> with Vince McMahon and, and the original go around and then the you know, reboot later on, but. The LFL is one of those things that's also very timeless. And again, when you look at wrestling, there's women's erotic wrestling. There were so many things that really had the sexual appeal about it. And I'm going to say it right now, sex sells, you know? Oh, oh I agree. 
scream more. That's funny. Sorry. Sorry. Am I back? Did I go away for a second? You did, but it's okay. There's uh, once a mommy dom session that uh, keeps calling me. That's. I love mommy dom sessions. Don't don't call me. I don't do this anymore. I tried it. It was weird. All right. <laughs> It was weird. I don't want to do it anymore. Okay. I don't. I don't have kids. I'm not gonna have kids. You know, don't need to do mommy dom sessions. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> <try> everything. <laughs> Just so, I mean, first and foremost, the fact that I mean, mommy dom don't want to have kids. All right, I like your style. I get it. I gotta say, well, maybe one day you'll have kids, but right now it's like nah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. And if I if I do, I feel. Uh, train them to be little Spartans, little Vikings, savages. <laughs> I mean, that, first of all, that's not a bad thing. From what you've done, my goodness, woman, I've seen you run. I've seen you from the personal training side of things. You could whip people into shape and kick ass at the same time. And again, that's one of the things that I admire about you, Laura, is from the personal training side of things and your fitness. You are no joke. And we see results and the way you look is absolutely fabulous, my friend. Well, thank you. Yeah. I've been... Like I said, I run and um, I have a powerlifting um, schedule that I'm on right now. Um, so more kind of like a, a five three one. Um, so since I I want to stay petite because I I like the way that I look, but I want to get better muscle quality. So I'm basically still like increasing my lifts consistently, um, but I have to lift super heavy so i'm on that program since it's um a lot of maxing a lot of you know what i mean really pushing um to get your muscles uh more efficient and stronger without adding a bunch of extra mass um because for some reason i don't know why but i just i like my weight i, I like the idea of being petite um kind of like a, a gracie jujitsu you know what i mean like being able to be a petite badass, like um, small in my weight class and be able to lift and carry, you know, really heavy people. It's kind of like, um, I feel like it's more impressive if I can take down someone who's, you know, 40, 50 pounds heavier than me. And you know what I mean? And do it with like solid technique and be freakishly strong for my size. It's also the grace and just the overall discipline that goes into it. And a lot of people don't realize like how big the lift and carry scene is and how much clientele comes from that because they want to see a beautiful, like you put a petite badass, put that on a t-shirt, use the hashtag petite badass. But that's very cool. You know what I'm saying? Because it's one of those things where with, with how you are as a powerlifter and really encompasses your being just like a lot of guys want to see you lift them and it, and it works. And a lot of that sells a lot for content. Right. Yeah. And it's like, it's so interesting to them to be able to be, you know, 160, 170, 180 pounds, or even like one 210 pound guy, which like, I was just impressed with myself. I only took it. I was like, Hey man, I'm going to try my best. And it went amazing. But anyways, so I, I upped my weight limit. Um, but to be able to see someone that's super small, be like, what the hell? Like you're giving me a shoulder ride. Like, what like you're gonna carry me like a baby <laughs> look at it like this you're, you're small but fierce you know what i'm saying and first of all i gotta say you got that squirreliness about you, you got the spunk i'm using all the s words here you're squirrely you're spunky you got okay. that yep 
So it fits perfectly. It's like, again, the hand-in-glove mentality. But at the end of the day, a lot of people kind of refer to that sort of like it's a Napoleon complex, but you actually back it up. So it really showcases. Yeah, dude, I bust my ass every day so that I don't suck. And so I'm not a little bitch, <laughs> you know? Okay. <laughs> like, I tell myself that in my head a lot when I'm, like, doing things I don't want to do. I'm like, ugh, I don't want to run. I'm like, all right, I'm not a little fucking bitch. I'm not a little bitch. Let's go. <laughs> or when I finish my reps and I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> see, I mean, a lot of people would think like, oh, you're working too hard on yourself. I'm like, no, you're actually psyching yourself up. Like, you know what? I'm not going to be weak today. I'm going to go out. I'm going to get the run. I'm going to be strong. I'm going to be, you're empowering yourself is what you're doing. It's a self-reflection. Exactly. And then I know that I can do whatever I decide to do because I get to prove it over and over and over, regardless of my mood or how I feel or what's convenient or any of that nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I will say this about you, and this is what I love. And I also will just take it back to sessions for a second, because on the tickety old talk there, you yes. post with kimchi, who I love to death, Madison Swan. And I got to say something, Angelina Knight, who's very small and petite in her own right. What a badass she is. Yeah. Um, yeah. I got to meet all of them. They're a, uh, they're pleasant, like super great to be around. I'm I'm really good friends with Kimchi. Like um, she's the one who got me started, as I said. Um, and Madison Swan, um, I'm super close with too. Um, so I only got to meet Angela uh, Angelina that one time, um, and uh, she was great. Like she was great to work with. I didn't get to fight her um, because she had her fight with Kimchi, but um, I got to watch it and then. We did like a spanking clip together where like I got to dominate her and spank her. Um, I'm trying to think. I think we had one other clip together. We had one other clip. I think it was pantyhose like making out. So I didn't get to see the fierce side of her, unfortunately. At the same time. <laughs> too as well from the sensual side it really showcases with her as well because again like we mentioned she's fierce but she's also very sexy and dare i say a cutie beauty in her own right i mean like the pantyhose stuff and, and the spanking again that's something that really does sell from the clips side of things from yeah. the make out the sensual side and spanking like who doesn't love a good spanking again beautiful women such as yourselves right oh absolutely yeah her her ass uh was beautiful while i was spanking it and even cuter when it got that rosy pink <laughs> Hey, man, I look at it from a stance, too. If you guys have not seen Sessions and just the overall, I'm going to do the image here, the, like that, man. It, it showcases in the work, man. And that's the thing that really sells from the clip side of things and really just makes for good content to reiterate that point. But God dang, man, another genre, if you will, of those type of clips that's also very popular. Because, again, it's it's old-fashioned, but it never goes out of style, right? I totally agree. Um, also, I was going to tell you, Kim, me and Kim Chi's catfight, my first catfight debut, is August 20th. Mm -hmm. um, so that's coming right up and i have a competitive uh wrestling match with madison swan um that day as well so we we have a four model meetup in raleigh and um so i have two clips with madison which are like belly focused right um because that's like her jam because like her abs you've seen them they're beautiful so they book us a lot for like belly stuff. So we're going to get that done and then it's going to be business time. And then it's my cat fight, right? Mm -hmm. With kimchi. And then after I'm going to do a competitive wrestling match with Madison Swan. <laughs> <laughs> 
you take up the workload on a day, man? The belly, the competitive matches. Oh, my goodness gracious. But I love that. Again, it's the work ethic. And dare I say it, I got to get this before I get it out of my head, man. You're like Akon. You know what I'm saying? Don't be shy, girl. Go bonanza. Shake your body like a belly dancer. I see you. I see you from the belly. That, that was a good quote. I dig it. Hey. I, that's another thing too like first and foremost another thing that's very sexy and like i've always promoted on this show i mean you can tell with the beauty strength and dominance but the work of art with women you know what i'm saying something yeah. from just the stomach and the abs stuff there's something about that it's just cool i mean the eight packs just to pack on pack on pack the abs the pecs everything on that front is also very cool and we also see that with yourself laura there's yes. just gonna off just a little bit just gonna show it off yes <laughs> Oh my goodness. But yes, that exactly what she just showcased there is what makes the abs and just the overall the finesse, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> but um no, I completely agree. Uh I've always been really into um strong female characters uh growing up and very inspired by them. Um and uh yeah, I mean I've always wanted to be and done whatever it takes to, you know be a strong female like psychologically um mentally physically and to help um push other people and other women to you know feel the same way um yeah psychologically mentally um physically and uh, yeah and and spiritually if, if they are indeed spiritual i'm just like always a little hesitant to dive into the spirituality topic um just because so many people it can turn them away because i feel like they've had like negative um negativity associated with it in the past and especially or judgment from people for uh for what they do or the industry they're in or you know who knows maybe their mom or teacher or something but um but yeah i think that's like a a big thing that can like help and anchor and drive you if you if you do have that you know wherever you find it if it's um i don't know even if it's just like um sort of like aa they just want you to say that you believe in a power greater than yourself you know that you're not the center of your own universe um and that you can draw strength from other things or if you you know whatever uh, God religion or spirituality or existential thing that you, you believe in, um, or that you're, you're into and you draw strength from, I feel like can be a positive, a very positive thing. Um, and yeah, actually, uh, so when I was an undergrad, the first time I wanted to be a psychologist and, um, I wanted to go into addictive psychology. Um, so I got to sit in on all of these sorts of, um, you know, Narcotics Anonymous, Eating Disorders Anonymous, um, AA meetings, like the open ones, right? And um, it was really cool to hear people's start to finish story and and turn around um, with, with all of that. And I've never seen such a, a completely, like, honest, like, just no bullshit, honest, group of people in all those meetings and it was so inspiring that was actually a big factor and um what sort of pushed me to um find a, a space where i could be radically honest and wouldn't have to um hide details or you know what i mean 
or tell white lies like it's just uh you know it's like it's not good for me <laughs> and that's the thing too first and foremost from the spiritual side of things i see it the way that you do now me I'm a God-fearing man, and I look at it from a stance, too. I don't try to push it on people, but I will always say that. Yeah. where I am. But that's the thing also. I love that you brought that up because a lot of people could kind of, like, turn that away from you. It's just kind of like, yeah, all right. You're, it feels like you're on me. I'm like, no, I'm just trying to explain. We all have different getting ourselves better, spiritually, mentally, so to speak. We all have different outlets, if you will. So, I mean, the way that you're providing it, and I look at it from a stance, too, like the psychological stuff and breaking it down to people, like it just shows that your intelligence, your smarts, and your overall care. And, again, that goes a long way in really helping one and just really being that listening ear, so to speak, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. I I think the the biggest um, hiccup that people have with uh, wanting to claim spirituality or any particular religion is they think if they do, they're going to be judged like immediately by this big group of people or at any time they make a mistake and there might be extra guilt associated with that. Um, at least that's what I've, I've noticed. Um, and yeah, so it's just, you know, everybody messes up, you know, everybody gets extra chances. You just try your best. And like, mm-hmm. you know, I got tapped out by, by this dude, like, cool. What did I learn? I'm gonna try again. You know, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get tapped out a thousand times, and then I'm gonna finally tap him out, and that's gonna be a great day. It's gonna be, <laughs> it will be celebrated. Absolutely, excuse me from a stance too. What's also very cool about that, first and foremost, I tapped out, and then I learned. Every every day is a learning experience. Number one, but yep. number two, what's also very cool about that too is because I also look at it from a stance too, from the spiritual side of things. And we've talked about you know the adult work, the adult side of things. Now again, being judged, they'll be like, "Oh, what are you doing? This sin, this heathen you." And I'm like, "It's the thing that we have." But then again, it's it's the it's two sides of the coin. It, one will be like, okay, do your thing. As long as you're happy, you're not hurting anyone. Cool, red, do your thing. And then there's the other side. It's like, what are you doing? How could you do this? This is immoral. And it's just like, it's a double-edged sword, so to speak. Right, right, right. No, um, that makes sense. Um, yeah, I've uh, I've really I've really enjoyed um, getting to late in life um, experience. You know, most everything. You know, I still got a few on my my bucket list. That I'll be, that I'll be following down. But um, yeah, like I didn't even know what I liked with sex. Like sex was painful probably until I was like twenty seven or twenty eight. Like I just had no clue like how what my body like wanted or how to verbalize that to anybody. And I thought that like, you know, even me playing with myself was a little weird. And I was just. I couldn't talk to my friends about sex. Like I had a lot of, you know, issues with that. Uh, I didn't, I've never owned a toy until someone bought it for me on OnlyFans two years ago. And then I got a bunch more. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The reason why I'm also kind of laughing like this, like I am 29 now. I just turned 29. I'll be 30 next year. What's interesting about life too is again, me love all women. You know, it doesn't matter shape, size, color, what have you. Just give me a woman, give me some great company. I'm happy. You know, I'm a simple man. But I look at it from a stance too. We don't really get like our sexual, I mean, it's funny because we're fine with sex and just, you know, making kissing and just tenderness. But then we get into like the positions and stuff. And as we get older, to realize, you know, what we're kind of into, what we like. And, you know, we get to experiment, so to speak. But I mean, like I said, like I'm 28, 29 now, and then you're just still like, okay, I like this. And then you find out, oh, wait, I like this. So you explore the avenues, if you will. 
yeah yeah exactly um but yeah so that's been uh that's been really great and having a a partner that like wants me to like he's like hey you should try this hey you should try that i think you would like that <laughs> that's the beauty of a partnership and relationship right there and what's cool about that too is again besides broadening the horizons you also look at it from a stance too now we're gonna get into your podcast here because i did listen to your episodes i did listen to the q a and i gotta say from a sexuality standpoint we get to talk about you you get to talk about being bisexual it's one of those things again just exploring the avenues and you're very open about that and i gotta say that was a hell of an episode and i'm glad to see you now venturing into the podcasting world there laura yeah, I'm very excited about that. Um, yeah, so like, I did I tell you I used to have a health and fitness podcast? Yes, we touched upon that on the last one where you were really giving advice and really just talking about the overall health and fitness. Like I said, guys, go back to On the Mic with Mike. We did dive into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so anyways, yeah, I just kind of like missed having that. Um, and I just, uh, I like being able to um, have sort of an outlet to, I mean, kind of how how you do um, to empower people to be able to um, be themselves, like, you know, um, learn about a new way of being or maybe anything that can help open people's minds or help them live a healthier life, um, a healthier, happier life. I'm I'm on board with. Uh, so, yeah, um, I just kept coming across people that I wanted to um, interview and, and talk to. And I was like, man, I need to set this back up again. You know, <laughs> I was like, I miss it. It's just a good outlet. Like I, like I said, I make $0 and zero cents and I have a lot of fun. <laughs> That's the thing too, when it comes to podcasting, what's fun is you're giving people the platform to tell their stories, but a lot of people don't realize like through our words and our actions, we can inspire and help encourage and empower people. So it's an amazing feeling. And I mean, you have the right message with your show besides having fun and really exploring, you know, sexuality and just interviewing a lot of great people from the fitness side of things. You get to really have that, dare I say, the accoutrement, if you will, and the variety when it comes to your show. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I'm on the road all the time and I get to be around these amazing, like, uh, successful, driven, uh, strong females, like, everywhere, you know? And uh, I haven't come across anyone who I'm like, hey, I would like to interview that has said no. Like, <laughs> you know, they're like, oh, that sounds great. Wow. Thank you so much. Like, <laughs> Well, I'll tell you right now, if you ever need a guest for the future, I'm your Huckleberry to quote Tombstone. I'd love to definitely do your show. <laughs> No, I would love that. I, I would want to um, dive about some of the videos you sent me. Oh, please. I'd, I'd be more than happy to. You know what I'm saying? If you guys have not checked out, what I do is a Life of Mike series on my Instagram TV. Really talk about inspiring people and just really the troubles that I've gone through and the struggles and really just how there is a light at the end of the tunnel and there is a journey. So if it motivates you, if it touches your heart, that's the main thing that we do in this thing that we call life, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I think... Um... I think there needs to be, yeah, a lot less focus on um, the differences, like uh, a lot less focus on, you know, political differences where people think they're better than other people, like all of the negativity of life, like life is hard enough, okay? Life is not easy for anybody. And it, maybe they have a lot of money 
and um, it's easy to resent people for that, but they still have like, everybody has their own struggles and their own demons. And um, it, there's no one walking this planet that doesn't have stuff that um, really gets to them and, you know, is difficult for them to deal with because we're all human. And so to, I don't know, to not recognize that, I feel like in everybody um, is what, can sometimes give people license to act in, um, you know, inappropriate or uh, ways that tear each other down um, to try to maybe make themselves feel better, probably. But that's, I feel like that's the biggest human flaw. Um, and the solution to that uh, would be people, I think, um, gaining a better understanding of the, the real headspace, the real, um, mind and getting to understand what people's lives are really like from every single end of the spectrum and not focusing so much on you know judging other people or who's better than who or who does does that make sense or this is my thing you can't have that thing you can't wear because it absolutely makes sense and i look at it from a stance too like the political side of things we can't just agree to disagree anymore. We have to prove why we're right, why you're wrong. And, and that's the issue that we have because everybody just likes to, everybody just has to get into an argument and fight about everything. It's not just politics, just in general. That's why yeah. I always use the term united, not divided. Like we can agree to disagree. We could just stay together as people and as one, but no, we constantly have to bicker. And especially with social media, because you know, everybody has an effing opinion and this is why <laughs> social media is the way it is. There's some good to it from the promotion side of things with everybody's works, but there's a lot of everybody just has to, you know, nobody shuts the fuck up anymore to put it bluntly. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. So yeah, I, I, if I could do one thing, I would just want people to be, live their happiest lives, and get along, like, do good, be good, be happy, you know, do your thing. Beautifully said, and I look at it from a stance too, I have a couple final things I want to ask you, and Laura, I'm going to say right now, anytime you want to come back on the pod, the LFC pod, we'll definitely do it again, because this is always a blast, and you're always so vibrant, and you're always so fun, I truly appreciate your time. No, I mean, I first and foremost, I definitely want to see an LFC. And there's some future matchups, Mr. Sean Donnelly, LFC CEO, CEO. We got Vixie Trace and, and Laura Cross. Laura Cross and Jetty Bloody Valentine. We got to book that. We got to book that. Down, I will come. I'm yeah. ready to book. I will pay my own way. I don't even care. <laughs> Fleetwood Mac over here. You could go your own way. All right, Stevie Nicks, I see you. Miss Go Your Own Way. You know what? I'll, I'll bring a fruit tray. All right? Yeah, I will. <laughs> 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 so a couple final things I want to ask you first and foremost what's great about the LFC we just came off the Sturgis event it's badass women coming out on bikes and just absolutely killing it Sturgis provides a lot of music and a lot of different variety Las Vegas the fight capital of the world I gotta ask you from locations and I know it doesn't matter because you'll go like you just said you'll go your own way you'll pay your own way but god dang girl the lingerie side of things what's great about LFC not just the fighting the entrances the grandiose entrances yeah. What are you thinking lingerie-wise? What are you thinking from the style and profiling side of things? What are you thinking lingerie side? Oh, gosh. Um, that is, that's such a big question. Um, I think that I would definitely want something um, high-chested, lacy. Could be cut in the middle. Um, but, you know, I have uh, very perky, but um, not gigantic boobs. And, <laughs> and uh 
you know, they, they just stay up there right on their own. Um, <laughs> but so I think a nice, like high chested that shows a little bit of the, um, of, <laughs> of the cleavage right there would look really nice. Um, I mean, perky boobs and all, first of all, push that hashtag perky boobs. <laughs> You're blown with it, but I appreciate it. But no, I think that would also look very nice. Show the little cleavage, not a lot, but a little bit, you know, give, give the people something, something to look forward to a little tease, if you will. Yeah, and I think um, as far, so we want matching lace. I want it to be colored, probably two different colors. Right now, my favorite um, colors are teal uh, with maybe like a coral accent, I think would look awesome. And I like multiple straps on the bottom and probably uh, to cascade um, up right there <laughs> would be, would be pretty pretty nice. So uh, I think that's what I'm gonna look for. Um, I don't know if I want any any uh, bling, you know. Any? You don't, you don't want the blingage, is what you're saying. You don't want the blingage. I feel like I might, but that also might cut some of my uh, people I'm fighting. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm glad that you brought that up. It's so funny because there's actually been stories in wrestling with WWE. For those that remember Elijah Burke, who were going to be the Pope, D'Angelo De Niro and TNA, Total Nonstop Action Wrestling, they would always tell stories like he would wear his cross in the ring or they were locking from their gears. Like, they, you could get cut. Like, that's a legit thing. You know what I'm saying? You got to worry about the jewelry side of things. So I would wear it, but then, I, you know, if we start bleeding, do we have to take a break? Because I don't want to do that. I mean... We've seen broken. We've seen sometimes where there's been accidents with knees. I mean, there are some injuries a lot of people don't realize, and this is why I love you and a lot of people that participate in LFC. A lot of people know that it's serious, the training side of things in the background. It's not just rolling around in your lingerie. And I always say, if you feel that way, then you should not be in the LFC, and you could just get the f on out, if you will, to quote the WWF, get the f out. That's the thing too, man. Because I mean, it's more than just being sexy. You have to have that. Skill, and you have that skill. I can see you doing some airplane spins. I mean, we've seen Tomiko, the Temptress Tajima, for those that love Tomiko. Tomiko can hit you with that airplane spin. We got a lot of powerful lift and carry women in there. Yeah, no, absolutely. And if I'm not on my A game, you know, I'm going to get smashed. And mm. right so, right? <laughs> And I mean, that's a great thing, like mix as well with you and Vixie, because Vixie's got that sugar fix about, you know, she's sweet, but once she gets in there, boom, you know what I'm saying? She, and she's oh, a yeah. Yep, and she's a sweetheart to death, but I got to say, man, don't let that smile and that sugar, honey, honey, Archie style friggin' fool you, man, because that girl can go. Um, yeah, no, I I hope to slowly get to fight everyone. <laughs> but hey, man, you're going for the top gun, though, right there with Jenny Bloody Valentine. She's been on a winning streak, man. Like, she, it's like a 180 with Jenny. Like, she had, like, she went on a losing streak. There was a DQ, there was a loss, and then there was a loss again. But then she started rack Ever since LFC 26, it's been win, win. <laughs> you know, she's just been killing it. Yeah, no, I would just, you know, might as well go big. Might as well go big. <laughs> go big or go home. That's what it is. That's what it is. Now, before we do close this out, and I'll have you promote everything, but I got to say, first and foremost, the OnlyFans, again, OnlyFans is a great community, a great content, great pictures, great videos, great photos. You're doing your thing on the OnlyFans. I got to give you love for that, man, because you're killing it. Thank you. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm just now starting to um, archive and categorize all of my um, past, I don't know, thousands and thousands of videos because people keep asking, like, hey, do you have this video? And I'm like, yeah, I have 12. 
<laughs> I'm not sure where they are on the feed. <laughs> I gotta say, if you're not checking out our OnlyFans, it's an absolute uh, amazing watch and it's amazing view, if you will. I gotta say, first and foremost, you also got that nice blend that also fits with LFC. I mean, you got the sexiness, you got the freakiness, but at the end of the day, you kick ass. Like I said, you got that accoutrement. You got the variety about you, Laura. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I just uh, I just got in my in my one percent with my OnlyFans. Pretty pumped for it. Congrats! Congrats! Nice. <laughs> so this is where I'll actually step back, Miss Laura Cross. Ladies first, please promote the sessions website. Please promote the Twitter, the Instagram while you can, because I know you got the backup too. The OnlyFans. Please go right ahead and tell everybody where we can. Yeah, you don't know how long my Instagram is going to be along around, so you better follow it right now. Um, so my current Instagram is Laura Cross Model. The backup is L Cross Model. My Twitter is L Cross Model. My OnlyFans is um, OnlyFans.com backslash Laura Cross with the second O is a zero, so L O R A C R zero. SS because the other one was taken. Um, and I actually had Laura Cross as my Instagram and then it got taken. So you, you don't know when I'm going to be banned. So you should probably follow it because it's all going to get wiped clean in probably the next couple of years. <laughs> you see the common thread. Just we don't need the O, we need the zero because somebody's already taken it. It's taken that it gets taken away. Notice the term taken, and we're not talking about Liam Neeson, I will find you and I will kill you. Everything just keeps getting taken away. It's like it's it's fine. <laughs> oh my goodness. So those will be in the description and TikTok so everybody can check your lovely videos and your fun videos that you do on the TikTok front. Absolutely. Yeah. Um Man, I like, I just made my TikTok. I don't even remember what it is. Do you remember what my TikTok is? It's Laura Cross Model. So I will put the link in the description for her TikTok where there's panty competitions. You can get them off. There's top competitions. There's a lot of behind the scenes footage. It's always a variety with Miss Laura Cross. So Laura Cross Model. I'll put the link in the description for the TikTok. It'll be on the YouTube and the uh, audio platforms. Everybody can check her out on the TikTok. Part TikTok, don't stop. <laughs> Well, yeah. Thank you so much. This was a blast again. Hey, it's always a pleasure and a privilege. And I got one thing, last thing to say here with the Laura Cross name. It pay, you pay the pay the boss to be the cross. Play the cross to be the boss. Flip it around. You know what I'm saying? Pay the cost to be the boss with the cross, huh? Marketability. Uh, I, yes. You better not cross me, cause I'll fucking shut you down. <laughs> there you go. I just mix that together, and that is the bluntest thing ever, right there. I love it. I love the bluntness. <laughs> Lauren, do you have any final words for the LFC faithful, the LFC universe, to see you possibly future in an LFC? Yes. yes, to the LFC universe. All right. Listen, you know that I fucking belong there, and I'm going to work and train and grind and fucking smash until I'm number one. Number one. That's right. By the way, uh, to Vixie Tracy, I, I mean, come at me. Come at me. You got me this time, but I'm ready. <laughs> so to, to put it bluntly on my end, Laura Cross is ready to fuck shit up and <laughs> fuck shit up big time in LFC. <laughs> Makes you try she's coming. So yeah. For Laura Cross, my name is Michael Larkin. Thank you guys, as always, for listening to another edition of the official LFC podcast. And as always, beauty, strength, and dominance, the three key elements that make women the work of art that they are. And Laura Cross, I include you in those sentiments. Thank you so much for your time. Bye.